0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Faraway Friars podcast. We're not going to get into the nitty-gritty of the Padres' recent events or too much of, you know, the standings watching as I think we're kind of past that on this season. Um, of course, I'm joined by Omar. How are you doing today, Omar?
1: Doing good. Doing pretty
0: good. That's great. Omar has a fun game for us to play with me and our other listeners here called Who's That Padres Pitcher. Before that, I did want to ask one question I saw on the Padres subreddit recently and ask for your opinion, Omar. Of course, we all know that the largest pending free agent is Shohei Otani. He purportedly wants to play for a winner. He's not gonna be returning back to the Angels. At least I'm not I'm not assuming he will be We also know, of course, that he's injured and he's out for the rest of the season, a pretty serious injury to his throwing arm. There's some speculation of if he'll ever throw again at the major league level, you know, if whoever takes him on, if he'll just be a DH essentially, or if he will be able to be a starting pitcher and a DH like we've seen over his career so far. My question, of course, is Padres related as the Padres were linked to him in the past. Do you think the Padres should go after him, or do you think the Padres should go after? I guess if not Otani, any big star free agent. The Angels, for instance, as you mentioned to me earlier, are also shopping Mike Trout, reportedly. Should the Padres go after a big free agent this year or a big piece?
1: Okay. So in terms of who we have, uh, I'm going to start this off. In terms of what we have right now, we have two people who are close to leaving uh soto and snell both men obviously having very good years uh-huh. so from one side you can look at is the priority should be to extend one if not both of them and if we mm-hmm. do that we're very likely not getting otani just from like a money perspective but on the other hand Shoyo otani is quite legitimately a once in a generation talent and you know ideally next year we are contenders and ideally he wants to stay on the West Coast and play for us. How he would fit in the team regarding, you know, his two-player, two-way player status. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm not a coach, <laughs> but you know, obviously, uh, he, he'll he'll benefit the rotation. He'll benefit the lineup, absolutely. Um, I don't, I don't know, honestly. Given how good. I, I, I think I'm I'm gonna base my answer on just how good Soto and Snell have been the past year. Mm-hmm. I think it'll benefit us more to sign one of them before signing Otani. I think that's what I'm gonna go with.
0: So for reference, really quick, Blake Snell—he is a free agent after this season. Of course, he's age 30. He just turned 30, and uh, so he. The Padres are going to have to make a decision right away here whether they keep him, whether they're able to keep him, whether somebody else uh, takes him in for agency. Juan Soto has one year left on his deal. So the Padres you know, could extend him this offseason, like we saw with Manny Machado, who got extended before the season started, if I remember correctly. Um, or they could you know, take some time during the season, think about it, maybe even... Uh, trade him at the trade deadline, uh, like Soto was traded to the Padres via the Nationals. He's only 24 years old. Um, he'll be turning 25 in October. And I've heard, you know, some speculation that some people said, well, if you get, if you get uh, Shohei, then you keep Soto just for that last year at just, you know, all cards in the table because you probably don't have the money to, you know, re-sign Soto at that point, but you keep him for that last year and try to win the World Series, you know, in 2024. That's what I've heard. And I'm not going to act like my opinion is the the only one I've seen um, that's the same on this, but as far as Otani is concerned, I think there, you know, is obviously a great potential for you know, having a future one of the best of all time players on your team. but this Padres team, I don't want Otani on it because Ooh. i think I think the risk for the Padres is too great, given the season that they've just had. I think that money could be spent elsewhere better, um, spreading it across the team, you know, I think there's big question marks. Whether uh, the Padres are going to be able to spend quite as much with their, you know, TV deal from Valley Sports, um, you know, blowing up and MLB taking over that, what the new TV deal is going to look like. The Padres have splurged on big names, you know, season after season recently with AJ Preller, but I think you know a part of that approach was to build the fanfare and to, you know, kind of get people really understanding that the team is all in and we saw that work into last year with a nlcs appearance and we saw that this year with you know great attendance fans everywhere even as the team was you know playing 500 to below 500 baseball i don't think the fans are going to just automatically show up in the same way this next upcoming season, just because we got another big player. I think they're going to have to actually win and kind of rebuild the trust on the field there. I think going after more players, you know, smaller names to fill holes and needs on the roster, you know, will do better overall for the team rather than getting Otani or trout, for instance, because there's big risks there with injuries and, yeah, I'm not sure that fills everything just by getting an Otani.
2: i was surprised uh, you agreed with me. Uh, I was thinking <laughs> you to be like, "Yeah, Otani, let's go."
0: <laughs> I mean, if this season had gone really well, and you know the Padres made it to the NLDS and played well, or made it to the NLCS, then you can say getting Otani. And you know, like I said, like it was speculated before. Just keeping Soto around and not trading him, just to kind of like put everything out on the table, like that makes sense. Uh, but given how this last year has been, I don't think you can really do that in in like good faith. I don't think you can you can make that argument that the team needs Otani to to succeed.
2: I think they need a lot of little things rather than one big piece. True. Sure. Sure. So, after
1: la- uh, last podcast where I went an in incredible, what was the stat line? Uh, two, two, of and, two, two and ten. Two and ten. Uh, a personal best, in my opinion. Uh, it's time for Beso to now run the gauntlet in my special Who's That Padre game. Now, Beso, my good friend. Yes. Have you ever played a a little game that has popped up recently?
0: called Immaculate Grid. I've heard people talking about it, but I have not played it myself. Do you know the concept? I do not. And just in case there's other people listening that have not heard of it, why don't you go ahead and give us a refresher?
1: So the (laughs) idea of of Immaculate Grid is you have a 3 by 3 grid. And on the top, you have three teams or like stats or awards. And on the left, you also have three teams. And your goal is to match... Uh, each player with a in that specific grid. So uh, I'll take um, today's immaculate grid has uh, mm. in the right hand corner has L.A. and Rookie of the Year. Now, when you look at that square, you would think, "Oh, uh, Cody Bellinger. Am I did he win Rookie of the Year? I feel like he won Rookie of the Year. I'm not sure. Let's just say Cody Bellinger won Rookie of the Year. I don't know any Dodgers I feel, players. I feel like you
0: did. Yeah."
1: So you would put him in that square and then the next one would be Boston rookie of the year and then you would match a player to that and so on and so forth. So the idea the idea is to get a perfect 9 for 9 and you can only use one player
0: for each as well. So you have like so, a player bank or do you do it on the fly like without, You don't you okay.
1: don't have a player bank. Okay. You do it on the fly. It's whoever so, so like you did last pod where it was just anybody on the roster. This is any player who has ever played basically. So okay. let me show you the grid here. Okay. There, there's there's yeah. a cat. Just wait for the catch there. There's a reason why I'm including it.
0: Okay. This is the grid. Okay.
1: Let me, so I will explain it to the viewers at home on the top. We have from left to right, the Orioles the New York Yankees, and All-Star. That means this player has won an All-Star um, pick, birth, I don't know, um, at some point in their career. On the left-hand side, from top to bottom, you have the Dodgers, the Cubs, and the Twins. Oh, mm-hmm. I imagine you already have some players in your mind?
0: Um... So you cannot guess I'm yet just, because there's a catch but I just want I'm, to know. Okay, I'm just trying to guess the meaning of the cross section between perhaps uh, Orioles and Dodgers perhaps. Okay. That means that so, the player played for both or yes. what does that mean? Okay.
1: Yes, that means the player played so you would pick a player who has played for the Dodgers and the Orioles. There's a few players. There's one in okay. particular you might think about. Okay. That's very relevant to us. So here's the catch yep. of this game. All of these players that you put on this board
2: must be current or former San Diego Padres. Okay. I double-checked, I I triple-checked. There is an option for all of these. There is at
1: least one option, and your goal is to find all of them. You can start on whatever square you want. Uh, You can take multiple guesses, but at the end, you must give me a full grid.
0: Okay. And um just for transparency's sake, I uh, downloaded your image here the grid, for example, cool. mm-hmm. and I'm uh doing it on paint right now. I'm filling out the grid. <laughs> uh the the Dodgers Orioles one obviously was the easiest one, I'd imagine. That was uh, yeah. that was the yeah. whole that was
1: the first one I came up with. <laughs> okay. And would, okay. Are you gonna tell me your guesses right now, or are you gonna like tell me at the end?
0: So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna tell you off the cuff while okay. I'm while I'm thinking it over right now. And I'm not allowed to like look things up, right? No, you're not yes. allowed to look them up. It's got okay. to be from memory. So okay. it makes it hard. <laughs> okay. There, there are definitely a lot of question marks I have in my head here. Obviously, the easy one that you're giving me here, and I can only use each player once. Yes, you can only use each player once. And I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent familiar with this. But is there like, if there's two players that technically fit, is there like a point system or how does it work? Exactly.
1: So in actual immaculate grid, they have like a rarity rating where okay. it's like they they take from like all the guesses from like everybody and give you a rarity score. So if you uh, pick a player that like. 0.1% of people chosen they'll give you a high rarity score. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that because that seems kind of pointless, but you know, if you if you pick someone I like did not think of and it's
2: correct, I'll give you props for that. Okay. Okay. So obviously
0: Manny Machado for Orioles and Dodgers. That's the easy one. That's the one you're giving me. And I see the Yankees and Dodgers has like a different color grade. Does that mean I don't have to do that one or
1: mm, Oh no, that that's the template I got. It, it was just grayed out for some reason. Don't worry about
0: that. That's weird. Okay, so that means I need to do that too. Okay.
3: Hmm, that one might
1: that one might be the hardest one. It's a very there's one very important player that can go okay. there. Okay.
2: Well, well damn. All right, so
0: The one I have for the Cubs and Yankees seems pretty easy to me as well. I have Mm -hmm. Anthony Rizzo there. Mm -hmm. Because he was on the Padres, then he was in the Cubs when they won the World Series. Then he was on the Yankees this year. He is on the Yankees. He's injured, of course, with a concussion. Got injured by the Padres, I believe, right? Um, I don't know about that. but but I thought
2: he got... Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong player, but anyway... So I'm thinking about that. Okay. And so
0: the all-star one. So like Dodgers an all-star, that's just a Dodger. That was an all-star. That was also a Padre, right? Yes.
1: Uh, not any specific year. They were just an all-star at some point in their career.
0: All right. Now I have a question. Mm-hmm. If I, if I'm like 90% of the way there to a player, can I like ask for help? For you to help me with the name of the player? Sure. Okay. Because there's a Dodger that was an all-star for the Padres Mm -hmm. and an all-star for the Dodgers. It was on the Padres' 1984 team that went to the World Series. He was a famous Dodgers player that went to the Padres. I think it was Steve Garvey. I just answered my own question as I was like thinking it out out loud. Because I was like, Mm. I think it's Steve Garvey. Can you check that that's the right player I'm thinking of that was on the 1984 Padres? It's he, it's definitely Garvey. I is your question,
1: he was on the 1984 Padres.
0: I'm trying to ask you what his first name was so I get it right. Garvey. His,
1: na- his first name is Steve.
0: Okay, cool. I don't want to ask for any more help than that. Okay. With that one. <laughs> okay. So Cubs and Orioles. That one's difficult for me. Um, let's see. thinking, 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 thinking. What former orioles? because i I follow the orioles a lot more than the cubs. So what former orioles would have also been on the cubs? is what I'm thinking here.
2: Hmm.
0: Then we have cubs and all-star as well. and i'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you i
2: I have a hard time with any twins because I don't know any of the twins right now. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Hmm. Cubs and Orioles. Is there any sort of lifeline system or anything of that nature?
0: <laughs> you can ask questions. And okay. I'll and I'll answer them depending how I'll um, I'll consider it. Okay. So is the cub and Oriole? That was associated with the Padres. Can I ask what year he played on the Padres? There is a Padre who has played for the Cubs and Oreos. Who is currently on the team. Who is currently on the team. Okay, so that that does help me quite a lot. Okay. I'm I'm starting with a starting uh, outfield. You got Gresham was on the Brewers. Uh, You have... So far, wasn't on the Orioles. I don't know about the Cubs, but it wasn't on the Orioles. Cronenworth was a Padre. You're not counting the minor leagues. You mean the actual major leagues? I
1: I I'm not counting the minor leagues. That would that would be that would
0: be yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm pretty sure it's not a position player. Uh, so then I'm going to the starting pitching staff.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I know, of course, Darvish played for. The Cubs, mm-hmm. so that lets me know to put Darvish in the all star for the Cubs. I'm not actually sure if he made the all star game as a Cub, but I'm gonna put him there because that's, um, that's, that's it. Doesn't
1: matter if he made the all star with that team. I didn't okay. want to have to figure okay. that out. Okay,
2: <laughs> okay, if, if I know he's
0: made all star with the Padres, so that one that'll all give me a point there. Okay, so I'm thinking what other Padres. Uh, pitchers have played for the Cubs and the Orioles here. It wasn't Snell.
2: It wasn't Musgrove. Um, wasn't Rogers.
0: I, I don't know if it was one of their other relievers. It, it sounds like it might be another reliever. I'm probably blanking on somebody else. Ooh, and then the Twins one has hurt me too. Am I allowed to just look up the Padres 25-man roster to refresh my memory, or is that too much? Sure. Okay. You can
1: look at the Padres 25-man roster.
0: So again, listeners, I'm not sure how much of this I'll cut, but I'm looking for a Padre that played on the Cubs and Orioles, a current Padre. I'm not looking up any other information. I'm doing it just based on my knowledge of the Orioles who have been bad before the last two years where they got better. I'm trying to think of any of the players that might've also played on the Orioles. I've narrowed it down to being a relief pitcher because I don't think any of the starting pitchers have played on the Orioles.
2: I'm going to go with Pedro Avila for some reason.
1: Pedro Avila. Yes. Okay.
0: That's my Cubs and Orioles spot. Pedro Avila. Okay. Now then, we have the Twins. <laughs> the easiest one to find would be the Twins um, All Star spot. So any Padre that has ever played on the Twins, and either way, won an All Star. Yes. 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 Can I ask if this is uh, when you were thinking of this? If this is a player currently on the Padres
1: the person I considered for this spot is currently not on the Padres okay okay but there is a there there is a player on the Padres who could fit that spot let me double check really Really? he could but the person I thought for that spot isn't currently not on the Padres I will say that I hope it helps showing you my mindset for all these, because I know some of these are very obscure.
0: I think Waka played for the Cubs, and he played for the Padres. He played for the Cardinals. He played for a lot of teams. I'm pretty sure he went from the Cardinals to the Cubs. He wasn't as good on the Cubs. I'm not sure if that's who you were thinking of, but that might have been who you were thinking of for this last one. He says he's currently on the Padres. I'm going to say Michael Walker for Cubs. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. For Twins All-Star. I said Cubs the whole time. I meant Twins. Walker okay. playing on the Twins in my head. I'm not sure. Twin, twins All-Star, you said? Twins All-Star. Okay, okay. Michael Walker. I don't know if he played for the Yankees. I know he did not play for the Orioles. Finding a twin Oriole Padre is something I did not think I would have to do today.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> can you tell me what year he played for the Orioles, the twin Oriole Padre that you're thinking?
1: What of? year he played for the Orioles? The one? Yes, I, I, think
0: that'll, I think that will help me narrow it down because I can look at the he played for them
1: in 2014. In the 2014 MLB okay.
0: season. That helps. Okay. In 2014, the Orioles were good. They had Adam Jones. Uh, they, they had, of course, Buck Showalter. They had Manny Machado at this time. So I'm trying to think who that team had. They had a lot of good players around them, no great pitchers,
2: but they had a good relieving squad? I'm trying to think if they ever had a Rich Hill,
0: because he's been around forever. I feel like in a Buck Showalter-type bullpen, they might have had a Rich Hill or a Nick Martinez. They both fit the age for that kind of player.
2: Okay.
0: I'm going to say that the Orioles had at one time in 2014 they had Rich Hill. Okay. That might be completely wrong.
2: You have
1: two spots remaining. Dodgers-Yankees and Twins-Yankees.
0: Dodgers-Yankees and Twins-Yankees. Okay.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Now For the Dodgers, I was thinking also of Yasmani Grandal, who was a Padres catcher, then he was a Dodgers catcher. For some reason, I think he also played for the Yankees, but I'm not sure. I'm just doing my process there. You don't have to look that up. That would be cheating. Thinking who else played for the Dodgers, Yankees, and Padres. That's kind of like a weird combination there. Chase Headley also played for the Padres and Yankees and
2: he was an all-star for the Yankees, or he was an all-star for the Padres, at least. I don't think he ever played for the Dodgers. Going on our current roster, I don't know
0: if there's anybody that you were thinking of here. Can I ask what year this guy played for the Yankees, the Dodger-Yankee-Padre?
1: So so the one I had in mind, Mm I don't know if this will help you, but the one I had in mind. He played for the Yankees.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: One second. Just double-checking. He played for the Yankees in 1985-1989. to
0: Oh shit. Okay. Okay. 1985-1989. to 1989. Okay. So that means they played for the Padres either earlier than that, and he was a part of their 84 team, or he might have played for the Padres later than that, and he was a part of their 90s teams with Tony Gwynn. Well, either way, you could have Tony Gwynn, but okay. I know Kevin Brown, former uh, 1998, of course, amazing guy, played for the Dodgers. I'm not sure if he would have been playing with the Yankees in the mid 80s. I feel like that's too old. I'm gonna say Kevin Brown because
2: that's the only name coming up. Kevin Brown? Kevin Brown. Padres, 1998
1: ace. Okay. The last one
0: is Twins-Yankees. I'm going to ask, when did this player play for the Padres?
1: This year.
0: This year? A twins Yankee this year player? Yes. Okay, shit. (laughs) Well, then at least I can pick one of (laughs) 25. One of 40. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so I'm thinking here. I'm I'm thinking Matt Carpenter has been to a hundred different places by now. I almost want to just put him in there. But I don't know. <laughs> I almost feel like Rich Hill would be another good one, but I can't use him twice. <laughs> uh, there's not many other players this could be in my head because the other Padres have not gone to... The Twins and the Yankees. I don't know where Profar has been, but I don't think he's ever been on the Yankees. This is, this this does really mess up my brain a bit. I'm going to say Matt Carpenter, and I'm probably going to completely fail this here.
1: I, I don't know, because remember, I chose last week Matt Carpenter, and I got that spot on.
0: You got the spot for Matt Carpenter. And then, and then I
1: completely created after that. All right. All right, so I will read your answers to you before you lock them in. In the top left corner, Dodgers-Orioles, Beso has put Manny Machado. For Dodgers-Yankees, next spot over, he has put Kevin Brown.
3: Okay.
1: Next spot over, Dodgers all-star player, Steve Garvey. Now, from in the middle row, starting from the left, Orioles-Cubs, he has put Pedro Avila. Next spot over, Yankees-Cubs, Anthony Rizzo. Next spot over, All-Star Cubs, you Darvish.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then in the final row from left to right, Orioles Twins, Rich Hill. Yankees Twins, Matt Carpenter.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: then All-Star and Twins, Michael Waka. Beso, is this your final answers?
0: This is as good as it's going to get, Omar.
1: Lock them in! Cool. He has locked them in. Alrighty. I will reveal those answers later on damn it <laughs> you did the same to me last pod so yes yes so beso you did either pretty well or pretty bad uh-huh i don't know for certain
0: those are the options yes
1: mm-hmm. uh, well i mean it's, it's either way you did i i hope you got better than two out of ten
0: although yeah i, I just out of did. nine so so you know Alrighty. Two out of nine is better than two out of 10, Omar, just to let you know. Cool. So, that is true. That
1: is true. I should. Be. So, our next game is a far away Friars Podcast classic. Who's that Padre? Mm-hmm. Now, last week, as I've said before, I went two in 10, or rather, like, one in five. I, did I even get any of the player bank ones right? I don't think I did. You Regardless. did
0: not get any of those right.
1: Yes, so I flamed out, so now it is my job to hope. Beso flames out. No offense, Beso. Nothing more. Research. OK. So I want to tell you uh, I want to be honest with you uh, I adjusted the formula for this. There are okay. four okay. stat lines for you, and there is a player bank of seven players Now, before, you, before you're like, why are you changing the formula? There's a method to the madness.
2: Okay. Okay. So your player rank. Mm -hmm. First up, Joe Musgrove. Okay. Second, Scott Barlow. Scott Barlow. Okay. Number three, Michael Waka. Waka Waka. Number four. Blake Snell. Okay. Number five. Jake Cronenworth. Okay. Number six, Brandon Dixon. And last but not least, number seven, Josh Hader.
3: And Josh Hader.
2: Okay. I see you. Okay. Live basso reaction. Any particular standouts? So this is who that, who's that
0: Padre pitcher? Yes. With with yes, Jake Connorworth
2: included. Yes. Okay. You'll hey. see why. Okay. Okay. Now the stat lines. This Padre pitcher
1: has a 3.05 ERA on the season, a 2.0 B War, that's baseball reference war,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and a 1.140 Whip. Whip. whip is walks and, hitting, uh, walks and hits per inning. So that means that the more walks and hits this player gives up per inning, the more this number goes up.
2: Yes. Make sense? Yes. Cool. Your next stat line. This, Padres pitcher, has
1: 11 wins on the season. They have given up 14 home runs. That's what that stat is. Not They haven't hit four, 14 home runs. I don't think.
2: And they have hit three batters this entire season. Okay. Your next stat line. Hold on. One moment. Let me just make sure I have
1: the right pitcher for each one.
0: <laughs> I didn't
1: mess I up. Did, I
0: did mess that up once in the other game. <laughs> I messed it up once.
1: All mm-hmm. Your
2: next stat line. This Audrey pitcher has... One career strikeout.
1: Okay. A 299 batting average on the season. Okay. And a 378 okay. slugging. That is total bases per per hit per
2: inning. I don't remember the exact one. I believe it's per hit. Your final okay. stat line. This Padres pitcher has 58.1 innings pitched. This season. This he has season.
1: suffered. Five losses on the season. And has walked. A total of 28 men. That is 28 based on balls. So. Your job now is to align.
2: Four players. To these four stat lines.
0: So I have seven players. Including players. Uh, Joe Musgrove. Of course. Scott Barlow. Michael Waka. Blake Snell, Jake Cronenworth, Brandon Dixon, and Josh Hader. And I have to put yes, them in yes, that yes. those four different stat lines there. Yep, yep, yep. And no player can repeat, I'm assuming.
1: No player can repeat.
0: Okay. I have uh, an Excel sheet here, and of course I'll screenshot this as well and send it to you when I'm done. Okay. I'm going to talk it out as we go so cool, that cool, it's cool. all fair. Cool, 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 cool. So I'm looking at the 305 ERA, 2 B-WAR, and 1.140 WHIP.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I'm automatically going to eliminate Jake Cronenworth from a lot of these.
2: <laughs> Wonder
0: why. Jake Cronenworth has not pitched 58 innings. He has not struck out 1,000 people in his major league career. He's not at 11 wins this year, but the 3.05 ERA could be from just literally one game, but I don't think he would have a 2B war. Maybe he could. I don't know.
1: Um, the, the 2B war is not pitching or batting war specifically, I will
0: say. Yeah, so so it could be that, actually. Um,
1: so, also, just so it's clear, Brandon Dixon is literally a first baseman. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was hoping you knew that.
0: <laughs> For the fifty-eight innings pitch this season and five losses, twenty-eight walks, that could go with any of our big starters, really. Because there's not a lot there. That could go with Musgrove, that could go with Waka, that could go with Snell. I don't think it could go to Hader because I think the five losses is too many. I feel like it, it could be Hader.
2: I don't know if he's had 58 innings pitched either. I'm going to say no on that one for The 11
0: wins, 14 home runs, and three hit-by-pitches is really confusing the hell out of me.
2: Mm-hmm. Which I'm, I'm assuming is the reason that we're doing that. Mm-hmm. So that means that one of the Padres... Pitchers has been good at hitting in the past when they had uh, interleague play. At least
0: the 299 batting average and one K strikeouts also says that. I feel like Waka would be that guy. I'm not sure how good Snell was at hitting. I thought which he was okay. stat, Which stat line are you looking at for for Waka? I'm thinking the 11 wins and 14 home runs.
1: Yeah. Uh, 14 home runs is 14 home home runs given up on the season. As a pitcher. Okay. Yes. Not as Thank a hitter. God. No, they they did not hit 14 home runs. I, I should. Sorry. I thought I clarified that. My bad.
0: <laughs> you did at first, I'm sure, but I'm reading it differently now. So the 299 batting average is batting average against, right? Okay. Uh
1: No, no, no. The 299 batting average is batting average
0: of that player. As a hitter. Yes. Oh, okay, so those are very different things. Okay, okay.
1: Yes. Uh the 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 stat line with the one K career, the two stat lines along with it are batting. They're not uh pitching against, they are batting stats. So that oh. player has hit two ninety nine and three seventy eight on the season.
0: Okay. Interesting. So I'm gonna say that player is Michael Walker. For whatever reason, I feel like Michael Waka has a 299 batting average and a 378 slugging. He, of course, has the 1K strikeouts. He's been...
1: No, no, oh, 1K
2: means one strikeout only. Well, then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's 1K as a pitcher.
1: 1K as a pitcher in his entire career.
0: Okay, shit.
1: But glad we're ironing this out as we go.
0: (laughs) Okay. 1K as a pitcher, 299 batting average as a player. And that's for this year?
1: Yes, that's for this year.
0: And the 378 slugging this year. Okay. So that tells me it's a hitter that has pitched once. Okay. Jake Cronenworth does not have a 299 batting average. And that leads me to believe that it's Brandon Dixon. I, he's, he hasn't been on the
2: Padres that long. He's one of their younger uh, one of their, like, guys they brought up. I don't think any of the other
0: guys on our team would have hit this year. Because, you know, they've had the DH. I'm going to say Dixon. Maybe they put him in at one point. For that for one strikeout, he has a 299 batting average and a 378 slugging. Brandon Dixon. So that kind of eliminates Cronenworth, thankfully, so I'm not gonna confuse myself there. So the question here is who has eleven wins, fourteen home runs given up, and three hits by pitches? Or 58 innings pitch, 5 losses, and 28
2: walks. 3 ERA, 2 WAR, and 1.140
0: whip. I feel like the 3 ERA will eliminate Snell. I think Snell is
2: too good for that number. I know he's cooled off just a little bit, but I think he's better than that. I also feel like Snell has more than eleven wins So, I'm ruling him out of that one, too. But I'm not sure if I'm not sure if Musgrove got to eleven wins because he's been banged up and he didn't have a great start. Hmm. I'm gonna say Michael Walker has eleven wins.
0: 14 home runs, 3 hit by pitches.
1: Michael Waka for 11 wins? Yes. Cool, cool, cool. cool, cool, cool. For the 3 I, ERA... Right uh-huh. or wrong? I'm not sure. I wouldn't know.
3: My for bad. the 3 <laughs>
0: ERA, 2 war, 1.14
2: walks, hits, inning pitches. I'm going to go with Joe Musgrove. And then that leaves us with 2. Well, we have you, one answer. Uh,
1: Can you repeat that last one, please?
0: Yes. So for the 3.05 ERA, two war, and 1.14 whip, I'm going to go with Joe Musgrove. That leaves me with two choices for the last stat line, stat line D, which has 58 innings pitched, five losses, and 28 walks. Now, the question in my head is Has Josh Hader lost enough games and pitched enough innings for that to be his
2: stat line.
0: I know he's lost a few games. He's blown a few saves here and there. And usually when you blow a save, there's a good chance you lose the game as well, unless, of course, it goes to extra innings, which in that case, a different Padre will lose it this season. For Snell, it feels like that would be the stat that you're kind of trying to hide him because there's no ERA there. There's no, like, strikeout numbers that really show his his great stats. And I know he's gotten some losses, even though he's pitched very well. Five losses would actually be lower than I expect him to have. So the question is just Josh Hader or Snell, and I'm going to say Snell. I'm going to say that if I pick Hader, I'm overthinking it, but we'll see. I'm going to take a screenshot of this now and send it to you so you can read it all back one last time. For those at home,
1: this is what Basel has chosen. For the first stat line, with a ERA of 3.05, a 2.0 baseball reference war, and 1.140 uh, walks, and hitter, walks and hits per inning, mm-hmm. Basel has selected Joe Musgrove.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Nothing but respect. The next stat line, 11 wins, 14 home runs given up,
2: and three, three batters hit. Beso has selected Michael Waka. Waka, waka, waka. The third stat line
1: one strikeout in his entire career, 299 batting average on the season, and 378 slugging on the season. Beso has selected Brandon Dixon. And finally, 58.1 innings pitched, 5 losses, and 28 based on balls, that is, walking 28 batters. Beso has selected. Like, snap. Beso, are these correct? These are, are correct. Are these your final answers? Yes. Locking them in. Uh, 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 throw in like a buzzer effect in the in, end in, in, in post. <laughs>
3: Alrighty.
1: We will take a quick ad break, even though we don't run ads. Do we run ads?
0: We do now. No, I'm kidding. We, we... do
1: now. We Red Shadow Legends. So, we will start from our first game, the Immaculate Grid. Uh-huh. Beso, you selected, for Orioles and Dodgers, you selected Manny Machado as that player. Your answer is correct. Okay. Manny Machado famously played for the Orioles from 2012 to 2018, got uh-huh. traded to the Dodgers during their 2018 postseason push, and then very famously left the Dodgers in free agency and signed for the San Diego Padres. Uh-huh. That was also my choice as well. I wanted to give you that freebie. Okay. I'm not sure if there's any other players. I think there's one or two that can fit Dodgers-Orioles, I feel. But uh, I didn't choose them. Your next pick
3: Uh
1: for the New York Yankees and the Los Angeles Dodgers. You chose Kevin Brown. I did. Kevin Brown, you say he played for the Yankees, Dodgers, and the Padres. Your answer is correct.
0: Okay. Okay. Was he the one you were thinking of?
1: No, he was not. This this okay. this is what I like. Like you're picking players I didn't I didn't like. Expect you okay. to pick. I thought this okay. one would be super hard. But uh, Kevin Brown played for the Padres in 1998 during their World Series push. The next year, he joined the Los Angeles Dodgers, and then in 2004, he played for the New York Yankees. Okay, so he was the not player the player you were thinking of. Yeah. I had in mind. Uh, he's a he's a rather well-known player, uh, but not many people might think. He played for the Padres. He famously played for the Yankees. Uh, he also played for the Oakland Athletics. Huh. That player was Ricky Henderson. Oh yeah.
0: Okay. He played Ricky for played the.
1: Do- he, he played for many teams. I'm not even going to list yeah. them all, but he definitely
2: played for the Yankees, Dodgers, and the Padres. That's at some true. point, yes, your third player you chose for the all star and Dodgers spot was Steve Garvey. Nothing but respect. I don't know. Your answer is correct. There we go,
1: three for three so far. Steve Garvey, Steve Garvey played for the Dodgers in 1969 to 1982 for ages. And then he joined the Padres in 1983, and he is a 10-time All-Star.
0: Yeah. Pretty good. I went to, really quick aside, went to a Dodgers-Padres game before I moved from California. And the Padres were playing the Dodgers, and this was one of their bad years. And the Dodgers had Adrian Gonzalez, who was my favorite player growing up on the Padres, who, of course, at that time had went from the Red Sox to the Dodgers. And I was booing Adrian Gonzalez because I was still upset that now he's playing for the Dodgers, and yada, yada, yada. And there was an old guy, an old dude, very nice uh, family man, Dodgers fan, in the seats, like right next to me, and he says, "Hey, man, I felt the same way when the Dodgers lost Steve Garvey, and he went to go for the plot for the Padres. I thought he was our guy. And, you know, then I saw him doing the the fist, the famous fist bump, uh, jumping in the air, rounding the bases thing for the Padres. Steve Garvey had a very big play in the NLCS against the Cubs that helped get the Padres into the World Series. Anyway, that hurt him. So he was bringing it up and being like, look, the Padres have hurt the Dodgers before. And I was like, okay, man. <laughs>
1: okay very interesting yeah i want i definitely wanted to choose the Dodgers one because they're such a close rival but we've also had a lot of players interchange between each team so i thought it was interesting speaking of players i have played for each team the choice i had for this spot uh there's two players you can choose uh for this but the one i chose was trey turner turner obviously started his career as a padre He then went to the Nationals, then to the Dodgers, and now he's currently a Philadelphia Philly. And he has been an all-star.
0: I'm going to be stupid right now. Did Trey Turner actually play any games at the major league level with the Padres? I thought he was traded at the minor league level.
1: Sure, I'll be honest with you. Let me check that real quick. (laughs) Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I, I, I checked this when uh when I
0: drafted this. I know he was in the Padre's system, but I didn't I thought he was already a national by the time he came up.
1: Uh you know what? You're correct. He was not. He was a minor leaguer. So I would have been wrong. See well, there's See? another player who also fits okay. this. Um okay. but I will not tell you because he is an answer for a later one.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So speaking of your next pick. Orioles Cubs. You selected Pedro uh Uh, Avila, your answer... No
0: confidence. Zero confidence. Is incorrect.
1: (laughs) I draw Avila has only ever played for the Padres, not for any other team. Okay. The player I had in mind for this spot Uh is another answer you've already given. I'll reveal that later. Okay. While we stew in that uh, dramatic reveal, your next player for the Yankees and Cubs spot was Anthony Rizzo.
2: Yeah, that's right. I I I that answer is correct. Anthony Rizzo started his career as a
1: Padre, same as Trey Turner, technically, went to the Chicago Cubs, was there for ages, won the World Series, and is now with the Yankees.
3: Okay.
1: That was also my answer. I was hoping to stump you because I wasn't sure if you remembered he was on the Padres. I remember. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> All right, well, while you remember, your next pick, All-Star and the Cubs, you selected current
2: Padre. Mm -hmm. I will spoil that. I will definitely spoil that. You, Darvish, your answer. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. He just needed to make one.
1: All-Star game. Yes, yes, he uh, obviously, uh, he played for many different teams, but he was on the Cubs, and they got traded to the Padres. And with the Padres, he became an all-star. I'm not sure if he was an all-star before that, but... Uh, Maybe when, like, one
0: year on the Rangers, like, when he came up initially. He said, it's,
1: "Um, on baseball reference, he's a five-time all-star. Yeah, so, so definitely so he, before the yeah. Padres. Definitely yeah. before the Padres. Yeah. Uh, I did not put Yu Darvish here, although he does fit. I chose uh, Craig Kimbrell. Obviously, former Padre, former Cub, former Dodger mm-hmm. as well, actually.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And then uh, my pick for all star Dodgers could also have been Yu Darvish, as well, because he was also on the Dodgers at one point. So maybe I, I would have been right of, after
0: well. I never think of Kimbrel as a
1: Kimbrel, Cub. Kimbrell was a Cub for, for, for a little bit. He was an all star with them okay. as well. Yeah. Okay.
0: For whatever reason, I always picture him as a Red Sox. That's true. Because that's true. He, he was, was Red Sox Padres, before. right? Then Red Sox again after that. So that's probably why it's mm. like. Like stuck in my mind, I believe.
1: Okay. This this next player, uh, he's played for too many teams, so I had to like definitely check Mm -hmm. this. Uh, but your next player, uh, Orioles twins.
2: Uh, this is probably the hardest row for you. You chose Rich Hill. Yes. That answer. It's correct. Oh my god. I had
0: zero confidence on all three. Rich Hill.
1: Played for the Baltimore Orioles early in his career.
0: There we go. (laughs) And then played
1: for the Minnesota Twins uh, most recently, 2020, it looks like.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) So Rich Hill was my choice for uh, Orioles Cups because he has played for the Cups.
0: He was your choice. I actually got the one that you were thinking of here. Okay. Just in a different
1: spot. My choice for the Orioles Twins. Is a cur- was a potter who played on the team this year, but he's currently not on the team. Okay. Nelson Cruz.
0: Oh, God. Of course, yes. Mm-hmm. Nelson Cruz was a part of that uh, Orioles playoff team where they went to the NL... AAL, excuse me, CS. They lost to the Royals that year, but Nelson Cruz was a really good one-hit wonder for the Orioles. And then they lost him to the Twins in free agency. If the Orioles keep him... Because Nelson Cruz is good for like another three or four years after that. Who knows what would have happened? Anyway,
2: continue. <laughs> All Your next pick, Yankees Twins. You
1: selected Matt Carpenter, nothing but respect. The one of two choices I got right in the last podcast.
3: Mm-hmm. Let's
1: see if you struck gold.
3: Yankees Zero Twins, confidence. Matt
1: Carpenter. Your answer is incorrect. Yes. Matt okay. Carpenter, you you got all of his other teams right. He is a he was a Padre. He is a Padre. He was a Yankee, and he was a Cardinal. He was never a Twin. Okay. My choice for that. I'm surprised you didn't get this one because I've I've spoken very highly about this player the past few weeks or months rather.
0: Ah, oh, fucking Gary Sanchez, huh? Exactly. Gary
1: ah. Sanchez was on the Yankees. <laughs> he was on the Twins. He was on the Mets for a bit, and now oh, he's okay. a Padre. Okay. Shut up. That, that, was, that was the tell ah. right there. You know how much I love. Yeah. Uh,
0: see, if you'd my, said my guy, that when I was thinking of it, it would have given it away there. But,
1: but you asked me. I did say he was on the roster, I believe.
0: Yes, and I yeah. was looking at it. I just stumped myself because I, I always default Gary Sanchez Yankees, but he was on the Cubs too. Yeah. Okay.
1: I get. Your, your final choice. Let's see if you get if you can get too incorrect in this row. Mm-hmm. You, for All Stars Twins you said
3: mm-hmm.
1: Michael Waka I did zero
0: confidence
2: zero confidence, zero
3: confidence. your answer, your answer. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. hold on one second your answer, your answer unfortunately, unfortunately is incorrect Michael Waka, Michael Waka is a
1: is one-time, a one-time all-star. All-Star. He is on the Padres.
2: He mm-hmm. has never been on the Twins. Okay. Would you like to know who I chose? Who did you choose? I chose former Padres closer Taylor Rogers.
0: Oh, okay. He was on the team yeah. last
1: year. We got him he from was. the Twins, and he was an All-Star.
0: All-Star. I just thought you
1: eaten? got it that one. Honestly.
0: I try to forget Rogers.
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, for for those at home, um, Basso got six out of nine. That's much better than me.
0: Six out of nine on the immaculate grid-like game.
2: That's pretty
1: good. I'm actually, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm impressed with uh, Kevin Brown and Steve Garvey. I would have never thought those people.
0: Well, I think it's fair because you have one from the 1984 World Series. (laughs) They one from the nineteen ninety eight World Series. So it's like a one of yeah, each. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm I'm actually like pretty happy you got those because those are like obscure picks, and that's why I, I wanted you to to reach deep into your baseball knowledge. This Speaking without Google, baseball knowledge. Time for our next game. Oh God. The uh, who's your who's that Padre pitcher? So for so, the first stat line,
0: uh-huh. which
1: Wait. again, uh, three point five, three point zero five <laughs> ERA. 2.0 B War and 1.140 Whip. You said Joe Musgrove.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Nothing but respect. My favorite Padre, honestly. That answer is correct. Okay. Okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I was hoping to stump you
1: with maybe ERA or maybe the Whip uh-huh. because I would have, I would have hoped you thought maybe Michael Waka or Blake Snell. Blake Snell definitely has a lower ERA. I believe yeah. he has a... um. Am I allowed to spoil this? I am. Uh, 2.52 ERA on the year. Michael Waka has a 3.43. So kind of close.
0: It, I definitely felt like it could have been Waka, but I think yeah. um, Waka felt better for the other ones.
1: Waka and Musgrove are very similar. Waka has a 2.0 B-WAR as well, and a 1.214 wit. So very close, very close, actually. Okay. Your next Padre. This Padre has 11 wins, 14 home runs given up on the year, and three batters that they have hit. You, his name is not Michael, you <laughs> said
2: Michael Waka for this answer. Yes. I did. Your answer, from Mo, is correct. Ooh, okay. Pretty good, pretty good. So uh, Blake Snell has
1: 13 wins on the year. He's actually improved a lot. Uh, I believe they have the exact same number of uh, home runs given up, or at least very close. Uh, 15, sorry. Blake Snell has given up 15 home runs on the year. Okay. Yes, and then I thought the three uh, hit-by-pitches would throw you off. Uh, Either you think that number is too low or too high for some players. Uh, Mm -hmm. On the team, that number is actually pretty low. That's actually a pretty good number. Uh, There's a lot of pitchers with like seven or five uh, hit-batters on the year. Okay. Okay. So now the uh, the, the trap question, if you will. This one probably worried you as soon as you saw it. Uh One career strikeout. Two ninety-nine batting average. I was very three
2: seventy-eight slugging. You said Brandon Mm -hmm. Dixon. That answer is incorrect. Mm. Okay. So let me flash you back to the year of our
1: lord twenty twenty one. Okay. The Dodgers and Padres have a fifteen inning game, and in that game, Drake Mm -hmm. Cronaworth makes his lone pitching appearance in his entire career. And okay. famously, he strikes out Mookie Betts.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And as for the yeah. average, you said this man does not have a 299 average. I did. Uh, he does not. That's It's supposed to be 229. What the fuck, man? That's not fair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just noticed this. I'm so
2: sorry. I don't know.
0: The whole reason when I was looking at it, I didn't pick Cronenworth. <laughs> is because I said 299 is too high for Cronenworth.
1: Brandon Dixon has a 203 as well, so I don't know what
0: you well, Okay, <laughs> but but he's not... I, I don't know his thing. It's a question mark in my head. Like, oh, Brandon Dixon has a 300 batting average? Sure. Brandon Dixon has a 150 batting average? Sure. But Cronenworth, I thought, was anywhere between like 220 to 250. Somewhere in there in my head. I, was, I don't know, man. That's a pass. I think that's a push. You know what? Because I... I, w- I I will give you disqualify that one. Maybe I
1: will disqualify that one. Okay, <laughs> because I feel bad, but also I thought it would be funny. <laughs>
0: it was funny. You pulled the rug out from under me. <laughs>
1: I'm fully expecting next podcast um to to have like a a, a innings pitch stat, and I and I'll fully be okay with that. And I sure. will guess it right. No, I won't. Anyways, uh, the last uh question. Uh, this player has 58.1 innings pitched on the year,
2: uh, 5 losses, and 28 based on balls. You said Blake Snell. Uh That answer, final answer, Uh is
1: incorrect. This one was a closer, Baso. Blake Snell has 161 innings pitched on the year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Would I... you like a second guess? There are two players who fit this. Would you like a second guess? It has to be Hader then. No, it is not. Got. Uh, oh, f- Scott Barlow has okay. Barlow, uh, fifty-eight point one inning pitch on the year and five losses. Josh Hader has three losses on the year, and uh, forty-eight inning pitches innings pitched this year.
0: See, I thought I thought Hader didn't have enough losses, but then I didn't know how many Barlow had. And I don't I don't think about how many innings pitched that starting pitchers have. I was like doing it in my head. And obviously I was way off of what I needed to be. I
1: specifically gave that for a closer, because inning pitch for closers are important,
2: in my opinion, Mm -hmm. at least. I I see. Yes. Alrighty. So Uh you went. One, two, three.
1: Four, f- sorry, uh, one, two, I can't count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. One, two,
2: three, four. You got. Let me do math. You got nine out of thirteen, if I'm correct.
1: Technically, eight out of thirteen, eight, eight out of fourteen, but we're not gonna count. Uh, good old uh, Brandon Dixon over here. <laughs>
0: I, I feel pretty good about it. I feel like I got the ones that should have gotten right. Like, I feel like there was uh, there were some, like, that entire twins row that I was just never gonna get. Like, you gave me You 10 actually, numbers.
1: you got, who did you get right? You got uh, Rich Hill. That's
0: I got Rich good. Hill right. And that was just a guess. I was, was, guess.
1: Hoping, you, I was like, hoping you remember Rich Hill, because Rich Hill can basically go on
0: any space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know he's been around, and I feel like he was the guy that would be on the Orioles, and I was right. Yeah. But um, yeah, I feel I feel pretty confident about it. Yeah, I'm very glad I only had one error <laughs> and it was on the
1: joke set one. So I'm actually happy oh, about that. That's I, yeah. That was the that was the one that I was expecting you to. I'm surprised you don't remember Jake Cronenworth struck out Mookie Betts. That was like a whole thing like two years ago.
0: I, I do remember that. But the two ninety nine, man, I've I've been OK. So I've been really on Cronenworth. Like I've I've yeah, read a bunch yeah. of stuff on him. And so let me just I, edit that. Wait, no, I, I won't would, edit it.
2: I'll leave. It I there. would,
0: I would, one hundred percent know if he had a two ninety nine batting average because that's like, that's like a big deal. He's, you know, I, people love Cronenworth. I love Cronenworth, but he hasn't been like as good of a contact hitter the last two years. Yeah. And the Padres, of course, you know, extended him, and that's that's a big point of contention because now you have Kim, and you know, Kim is a lot better than Cronenworth. Um. Him is much better than Cronenworth at second base than Cronenworth is at first base, if that makes sense. Like, the way it's set up. So, you know, I, I've i been following Cronenworth's stats for a while now, and unfortunately, um, he's not at 299. So that's why he I just automatically eliminated him.
1: That's fair. That's fair. And if it was right, 299, you probably would have gotten it right. Just because...
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know that makes more sense.
0: That's on me. I apologize. (laughs) Is there anything else you'd like to let the listeners know, Omar?
1: I am very proud of Baso because he's better at baseball knowledge than I am. I'm terrible.
0: Hey man, I've been watching baseball longer. You told yeah, yeah. uh, This is like my fourth,
1: fifth year of
0: watching baseball. So so I should be good at this. If I if I was bad at this, then I would feel like I just wasted a bunch of time. (laughs) If you're gonna be a fan of the Padres for life, then you got to put it used for something and a a $0 immaculate grid on a podcast that that's something. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But anyway, I hope that we make this listenable to you guys uh, that you can understand and follow it. And it's somewhat enjoyable. Um, I hope the Padres win tonight. We'll see by the time, you know, this is posted. We'll, we'll know the answer to that. And anyway, in any case, wherever you are, whether at home or afar, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Far Away Friars Podcast. Have a wonderful night.